And welcome back in, Wyoming Knuckleheads. I'm your host, Aaron Gray, and today Zach is with me on this interview. I am, yeah. It's, it's spring break. <laughs> yeah, so he's getting to sleep in and take a week off of teaching, and today yeah. we have a special guest, founder Casey Osborne of the Provision Fund here in Sheridan County. Casey, thanks for stopping by and uh, come talk to us about the Provision Fund. I'm glad to be here, and I appreciate the opportunity. Awesome. Yeah, so Zach and I were talking a little bit game plan in here, so just for anyone that missed our first couple Q and A's with Tyler, Brennan and Kaylee, give us a quick little rundown of what is the provision fund. Um, and then we will dive into, you know, how it came about, but yeah, just a quick little elevator pitch. Okay. That, that question is a great question. Uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to kind of take it a little different direction with this is, you know, our community in, in Sheridan County, there's 31,000 of us. And, uh, how do 31,000 people go BYO, you know, and uh, what's it going to take to make that happen? And so the provision fund, you know, I founded it, if you will, almost three years ago now, had the idea and the concept. And uh, the idea was, was like, well, what if, what if 30,000 people contributed to the process mm -hmm. to getting something done? And what does go BYO mean? Well, it means, you know, go be your unique self Take the the values that we see in Wyoming, and uh, and go do that. Well, that's all fine and good, and we should do that. But you know, to do, to do it, we've got to have support, and that's what the provision fund is about: is supporting those efforts, is taking thousands of people, you know, and just drawing from their unique knowledge and abilities, and somehow encouraging them to bring it every day and go be and go be Y.O. in this case or just go be who they are and contribute, you know, and then create a culture of contribution and make, you know, make giving habitual. I love that. Dive into, because uh, I think Tyler maybe spilled the beans, but uh, was there a particular, um, you know, I heard it was a whiteboard, that there was a whiteboard involved in, and this is where the provision fund came into play. <laughs> Is that right, or is that, am I missing? Well, no, that's correct. And I mean, if we really go back even further is, you know, one time uh, uh, Don Julian and I were, were in, a, in a meeting that we had of ourselves, and we were, you know, we were contemplating and scheming like, okay, what can we do to, you know, to create opportunities to make things better, you know, especially within the school district, and, and how can we, uh, you know, influence, you know, kids and get more of them to get involved with it and, and to get more people involved. And so at that point in time, we were in, we were in my office and we had whiteboards on the walls. And, and before that couple of hours was over, we had scribbled all over those boards and come up with all kinds of ideas of, of you know, what could we do? But it still came down to like, okay, we've got to get more people involved. We've got to get those, we got to get those people that, that aren't involved and are very capable you know, to contribute to this overall success of our community. And, and, and uh, you know, from there, you know, that idea just became, you know, brighter and brighter. Sure. And so talk about the pillars too, because I think that's, um, we've talked about athletics already, but talk about all the other pillars um, that are fundamental to the provision fund in the community. Well, I think you have to realize, you know, we, we build stuff, we build things. They can be, you know, they can be tangible, uh, you know, they can be a process, they can be a program, they can be literally a structure, you know, but every one of those have to be built on a sound foundation. 
And if your foundation isn't sound, and I know this, this, this is cliche, but if your foundation isn't sound, whatever you build on it, you know, basically will, will crumble, you know, and it won't, it won't be long lasting and it won't be sustainable. But if you can build on the right foundation, and that, and, you know, you can tear that, them structures down and rebuild something new on it, but that foundation is there and it always will be there. And, and honestly, that's what the provision fund really promotes is like, okay, we, we really, we do have a really sound foundation in, in Sheridan County. And, you know, and, and so the, the sectors of our community, and, and it, these aren't the only ones, but these are critical ones is, are the, you know, our, our elderly population, uh, of course, you know, our, our infants, our, our young children before school and even into school. And then, you know, for mental and physical health, you know, parks and recreation is a vital component of our, of our community also. So the provision fund was set up in such a way to, to basically support those three entities or those three sectors because indeed they are, you know, they are vital organs of our community body. And they're not something like you can cut this off and we can still exist. No, if, if we lose any of those, basically we die. You know, I mean, those are part of our beating heart, if you will. And, and, uh, and, and we all know that a beating heart doesn't get to take a day off you know, ever. If it does, we're in trouble. And so the provision fund really focuses on these, these three sectors and it's a discipline is what it is. Sure. We could set the provision fund up and we could, we could identify other sectors and other things in our community that are, that are vital and very important, but without that discipline, then we just kind of go all over the place, mm-hmm. you know, is, is where we're at. So I think, and you know, and maybe this is, you know, my, old age, you know, bringing it to me is, is that, okay, now, you know, we need to stay disciplined. We need to stay focused. And if we can focus on the right things, then it becomes really easy to build upon that, which is, I mean, that's the fun stuff. That's what we want to do. We want to build those things that are, you know, that we can, you know, that are, that are real and we can see them and we can use them, but you still got to have that foundation. Mm -hmm. And these, these three elements of our, of our society are, are, are basic, and they, they have to be, they, you know, they have to be attended to always. Yeah. Zach, do you have some? Yeah, no, I, I think that's awesome. Uh, you know, we talk, Aaron and I have been covering just kind of the, what's happening at the state right now, just with, in terms of budget and these all, you know, all these things that are, are happening and people bringing up cuts to, to the budget and places like uh, care for, for the elderly are probably, there's going to be programs that are cut and reduced there. Um, and so I think that's awesome that this, I mean, it's like perfect timing that this organization that you're creating is coming together and able to, to come together and say, Hey, we, there's, there's a need for this now. There's absolutely a need for us to continue to, to provide for these programs. If, if that's what, you know, the people want, but, um, I think that's really a really great thing to be able to identify those areas where absolutely we need to continue to, to support those places and, and make sure that the people who are involved that are continuing to get the care that they've been getting. And, and, you know, and that's true, but let me make this point, you know, the, the concept and the beginning of the provision fund was before COVID and was before, you know, these struggles that we're now having, you know, with, with our budgets, if you will, and what the government provides to us. Now, you know, I'm, I'm not opposed to government. Uh, I'm, I'm a supporter, pay my taxes, glad to do it. Uh, sometimes I think government oversteps, goes over into places that it doesn't need to be. And so I'm definitely a proponent of, of private enterprise 
doing what they do best and the government doing what it does best. And, and I think the provision fund definitely leans towards, you know, waking up the private sector of our, of our community because we have a tendency to, especially, I, I think especially in Wyoming because we're, you know, our, our government doesn't necessarily, you know, step on us too much you know, typically. And, uh, you know, we're very independent, sometimes to a fault, you know, in Wyoming. But, uh, you know, we appreciate our wide open spaces is where that's at. And even our government appreciates that. So so the, the provision fund was founded before this. But now that COVID has happened and, uh, you know, and, and these budget constraints are happening now, sure, it makes all the sense in the world. It's like, okay, Let's let's use the provision fund or this concept, you know, to fill in those gaps and those voids is where that's at. Now, I'm also a person though that I mean, do you realize that our county, there's thirty-one thousand of us, and that the per capita income is fifty-nine thousand dollars. Now the per capita income by definition is basically the average income. So obviously there's people in, you know, there's higher income and lower income, even in even to the poverty level, it's there. It's real. I get it. You know, but but if that's the case, if there's 31,000 people and there's 50, and our per capita income is $59,000, then the, the total combined income of Sheridan County is $1.8 billion. Wow. Okay. If you take 15% of that and call that discretionary income, and I mean, income that you kind of have a choice of how you're going to spend it, well, 15% of $1.8 billion is $270 million. Okay, where does that money go? All right. Well, you know, people spend it like they want to, and I don't want somebody telling me how to spend my money. And that, that's kind of our challenge with the provision fund is, is people think we're trying to take their money and do something like that with that, when really that's really not our ambition and our goal. Our goal is to empower people, every person, you know, no matter what your age is. However, you know, we, we all get it. We use money to buy our way into things. You know, it might be a ticket to a, a concert. You know, you might buy... Uh, a second car, who knows, whatever it is, you know, mm -hmm. but it is discretionary. And, and what we're trying to encourage with the provision fund is to invest into ourselves. It, it takes some of that discretionary income and, and invest into ourselves. And, and the return on that investment, because it's so immediate, you know, is phenomenal. You know, I mean, if you can, you can invest into yourself and if you do it wisely, you know, and appropriately, then you've got something to gain. And that's exactly what we're trying to do. So, you know, the reality is, is yeah, it looks like we're going to have to change our ways as to how things get funded. And we're so used to, you know, the minerals carrying so much of that load. And we should be proud of it. We are, you know, minerals is, it's what we own. But I also, as a younger man, I remember walking down, you know, the streets of uh, 16th Street, Denver, and all those high-rise offices, and actually doing work in some of those offices, and you know, because I was in the, I was, I worked in the oil field, is what I did, you know, and most of those offices were paid for by minerals from Wyoming, you know, we we haven't done a good job, you know, historically of keeping some of that, you know, in our in our you know in our state, well. That's past. Let's go. Let's look. Let's just go forward. Mm -hmm. You know. And the reality is, is let's invest into ourselves appropriately, and then by doing that, let's invest into others, the ones nearby us. And then in doing that, then this is going to ripple out. And and that's what the provision fund is all about: invest in ourselves, believe in ourselves, believe in others, respect others, and let's go to work. Uh, at at my company, Emit Technologies, we have this acronym. 
It's called, you know, it's it's the work. It's W-O-R-K. And and it's and this is what the provision fund's based on too. It's like, okay, okay, we're gonna we're gonna have to go to work. It's gonna and we got to work hard, but work stands for we owe respect and knowledge. And we live by that. We we truly believe it. We owe the respect to the other individual, whether it's our customers, whether it's our internal customers, our employees, whether it's each other, we owe that respect. But we also owe knowledge. So if you're working with somebody and you realize like there's a way that they could do something better and you know how to do it. You owe them the knowledge to go tell them and share that with them and say, look, I can, I can help you. I can show you how to do this better. Efficiency is how we're going to win. That's how we're going to win this economy game is efficiency. And the good thing about Wyoming is because we got so much space that's so valuable. You know, we're not, we're not struggling with the density of, of people on top of us. And so we have the ability now to become more efficient than anybody else in the world, and we when we could, and, and what's exciting about Sheridan is you know is is we we you know we have all kinds of energy. I mean, coal, gas, and I get it. You know, hydrocarbons are not uh, you know not very much appreciated anymore, but it's still reality. And uh, you know, but we can do it clean also. But but my point is is we have a, we have the fuel to. Or, or we have the we have the the means to fuel this energy and this efficiency that we need to do. Yep. So I'm a little bit off track there, but <laughs> but you know to say our community cannot afford to invest in ourselves, that's not true. Right. We, that's not true. Mm-hmm. We can we can afford to invest in ourselves, and we can capitalize on that, and we can benefit from that in a great way. The provision fund is just an exercise, you know, in that to help to help you know, move that along is all it is. Yeah. So. No, I, when I was thinking in my head there, Casey is proactive. Be, oh, totally. now's, now's the time to stop, you know, and we could talk about the oil and gas industry, any industries being reactionary. This is where it's be react, uh, you know, be proactive and take, exactly. you, you know, be ahead of it. Um, I want to talk about taking the action. You guys have already done two disbursements already. One was already, was during COVID. So, I mean, talk about, you know, you said this, it's quick. This isn't a, this isn't a, like you said, a buy-in program and then it, you know, who knows what happens, right? So you guys have already acted twice uh, and that's, is it 10,000 disbursements? Yes, yep. So, time. so right. 20,000 already. Um, talk a little bit about that and talk a little bit about that process. Cause I think that's the most important thing that's different is because uh, I just want you to go into it. Cause I, okay. I think it's a cool idea of sure. how it, how it gets decided where it goes. Right. Okay. So, so when you try to create something to uh, organize, if you will, you know, it, usually it becomes bureaucratic really quick yeah. and it becomes complicated and it mm-hmm. becomes complex. Well, what we've done with the provision fund is, is basically nobody's in charge and that makes everybody really nervous. It's like, well, what, <laughs> you, that's not possible. Right. You've got to have somebody in charge. Well, you know, who's in charge basically is, is you know, basically everybody in one sense. It's, it's like, okay, we're responsible, you know, and if we'll be responsible, then we can accomplish something is, is where that's at. So the way the provision fund is set up is, is, you know, basically all we are is a depository. We're not, a, we're not an entity trying to build some empire. We're not trying to build some endowment. The idea is that everybody equally contributes and then everybody benefits from that. And so, by equally contributing, you know, there's no, there's no hierarchy. 
There's no politics. There's no bureaucracy, if you will. And I think that's important. And, uh, you know, there's a place for for organizations to have a leader and, and uh, or, you know, somebody that says, okay, I'm the director. Well, what we've done at the Provision Fund is we have a community advisor. And this person basically has no power to vote, if you will, on where this money goes to. Okay. The community advisor simply is the is, you know, the guy that, or, or the man or woman who has to basically, you know, is the liaison between the community and the fund, if you will, and references and make sure that the fund represents what the community wants within the confines of the bylaws, which, which is, specifies, you know, early childhood education, the hub or elderly services, and parks and recreation is where that's at. Okay, so uh, people contribute to the fund, and then we disperse the money. And, and the money is dispersed by the, the 10 stewards, the panel of stewards, who are, who are you know, selected by lottery. It's not an election. Basically, there's, there's 10 qualifications that you have to meet to become a steward. And, and basically, anybody over the age of 18 can qualify to be a steward. And, uh, and so if you meet one of those qualifications, you, you put your name in the hat. And then by lottery, your name is drawn. So everybody has the same chance to be selected to be in this place of making these choices and these decisions and where the disbursements go is where that's at. Now, so what we've done to date to demonstrate how the provision fund works, because our goal is to get everybody in the county to participate, which would be 31,000 people, which would put us at $3 million a year if we could get there. Uh, Unfortunately, we're only at about 300 people right now. And uh, it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we get people to, to, to wake up and to buy into this concept? Well, uh, I think, you know, once they start to understand better how it works, I think we've got a chance, you know, for that to happen. But anyway, so, so we've made two disbursements just to demonstrate how it works. It's just simple. We, you know, we had 100 people sign up, basically, so there's $10,000. So we dispersed it. And, uh, you know, we made our choices of where we, uh, if, you, if you go to our website, you can see where we've dispersed those funds. You know, we've done things with the trails. Of course, the hub is an automatic recipient of 25% of it. Uh, we've done things with early childhood education already. And, uh, you know, so that's where that's at. So those those funds are dispersed quickly. Now, what we, you know, if we do gain momentum and we get more volume into this, I anticipate we'll do this quarterly. So, if we had 30,000 people, we'd be dispersing. And we, you know, I want to say it this way, the, the community would be dispersing, you know, $750,000 every quarter into our community. I mean, it's an investment. That's what mm-hmm. it is. You know, that money, that, that $100 that you contributed just went right back into the community. So you really didn't lose it. Right. Is what happened. It's just like, oh, okay. But you're building something that makes others want to invest into it, uh, i.e., economic developments, what happens there with, with that happening. So, so what we've been able to do is we've demonstrated like, okay, this is how this thing works. And it works. We're done. I'm telling you. We know there's, there's no more <laughs> that we have to do. Now we just got to go, you know, execute it. People got to make it work. They got to get involved. They got to understand it. The community advisor and the provision fund, we're going to do our best to make sure that people are informed, that we're transparent, we're decisive, uh, you know, and, and we're you know, intentional is where that's at. And, I, and again, we're efficient. That's what this is about. So all of your $100 goes directly into the fund and goes directly out is what happens there. So 
Interesting. So I, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around this a little bit as from like an outsider, maybe somebody who, who hasn't contributed their hundred yet. So like say I'm a, a early childhood education, some, something like that. Uh, could I come to the provision fund and say, Hey, we have this, you know, uh, a program that we'd like to implement or something like that. Could we bring that to you and say, we'd like you guys to consider this or is it the me as the person who's paid the hundred and those stewards deciding, okay, th these are the programs that exist out there. Which ones do we want to, to contribute to? Okay, the way the provision the provision fund works is it's not an entity that's that's creating. It's not going to compete with the other efforts that are going on out there. This is totally to support any effort that's being that's contributing to our community that fits within those categories. So let's use early childhood education for an example right now. We could talk. I'm telling you, we could talk hours about this. We could talk hours about parks and recreation. We could talk hours about the elderly. Mm -hmm. there, there, it, it becomes. You know, it becomes real exciting of, of what our potential could be. Right. But but the answer to your question is is yes. Any one individual can approach the provision fund because it's us. Mm -hmm. It's we. It's it's what's who we are. You know. So nobody's excluded is where that's at. You just got to be bold enough and courageous enough to speak up. Right. Uh, you know, which that's hard for some people. That's hard for all of us to be yeah. quite honest with. There's a time where we feel intimidated, and the provision fund is like, no, you come on. You be cur you you go byo you be courageous <laughs> you know you go make it happen is where that's at so here's what I see the provision fund ultimately becoming it becomes a it becomes it, it's not our community it represents our community and we establish as a community abstract goals or abstract uh, benchmarks and so with early childhood education it's this simple what if we as a community said Every child, and I mean every child, will know how to read and ride a bike and swim before they attend kindergarten. Okay, and so take that. Now let's go get it done. Make that happen. Okay, so the provision fund and the, the, the panel of stewards, they would, be, they would monitor this, if you will, with input from all the other patrons. It's like, okay, how does this work? We would, as a community, we would judge ourselves. We would grade ourselves. We'd go like, you know, this didn't work as well as we wanted. Now let's do something different. But it would be a collective, you know, input, impact onto what's going on there. So I don't, I don't have the answer today of like, okay, where would that $750,000 go to? You know, but I have been involved in supporting early childhood education over the last 10 years, and I've learned a thing or two, but I don't know very much. I don't claim to be an expert. But what if we took that $750,000, we had our abstract goal that says, okay, every child will do this. And I mean, we, we would not quit until we had every child. And I get it. There's going to be situations where there's kids in certain circumstances you know, they might have some disabilities. I understand. I got that. I'm not, I'm not discounting that. But what I am saying, though, is, is we have never as a community said, okay, we're determined. We're going to do this. You know, but when we get determined, what happens? We, I mean, it's just, we, you know, us human beings, we have this innate capacity to get stuff done if we'll apply ourselves. The provision fund is basically all it's doing is saying, okay, how can we do some of these things collectively? 
And so I hope that the, the provision fund is embraced and the concept is embraced where people aren't threatened by it and they're, and they're not thinking like, oh, this is just another, another nonprofit just trying to take my money. No, we're trying to, if you will, we're trying to say, no, we can do this. this is, we're capable of doing this. And, you know, we have got to light up that 95% that they really do contribute but they do it. They do it discreetly in so many ways, and they do it in a silo, and that's good. I appreciate my privacy, you know, more than mm. anybody. I, I enjoy. I grew up in southwestern Wyoming. I know what it's like to be out on the in the sagebrush all alone, and I love it. You know, I'll, I'll you know I'll take those moments anywhere, you know. But I also know that if I'm if I'm going to accomplish something, ultimately, I, I've got to interact with other people. And then, and that's really when the enjoyment comes in there. So yes, any individual can approach the provision fund and say, "Help me do what I'm trying to do." And if you're, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, helping kids learn how to read, so to speak, mm -hmm. then yeah, right on. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. and that that seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. I mean, if, if if we could make that happen, it would be incredible. You know, every teacher that's worth his that's worth his salt, you know, <laughs> knows that, you know. When, when kids show up, you know when they show up for kindergarten, you know if they're going to make it or not already. And, and unfortunately, about a third of them, don't, they don't make it. They, right. you know, and if we as a community says, listen, stop it. From now on, every kid's going to do this, and we're going to do what it takes to get it done. It'd be awesome. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it, would be, it would be transforming. We would be a community that others would aspire to be. They'd be like, hey, they're good. They'd be like, hey how are you doing this? And we'd be like, you know how we're doing it? We're doing it with us. You know, is where that's at. So that's just an example. But but we have to have the provision fund has to have this over, you know, have this overarching view that that basically isn't so specific. Let the individuals be specific. You know, we're just saying, all right, let's come together. What can we do to support those those efforts? You know, yeah. is where it's at. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think what's huge is, I, and I kind of want to hit on this is is the goal setting. Right. Yep. I think, yep. uh, like you said, once we have a goal, you know, Zach and I were just kind of talking about summer's coming. So like <laughs> I run the off season workouts. So I'm like, I need to get in a little better shape. You know, um, you know, Zach's like, I'll be out of college. So I'll be here outdoors. Yep. And it's like, yep. we both were, and we're both kind of goal oriented people, but there is something to like, I have a goal and it's like, okay, now I know what it is and we go after it. But, right. uh, so you mentioned, uh, childhood education. What about parks and rec um, and elderly care? What are some of the goals that you guys have heard from the community? Okay, parks and rec. Again, we could talk for hours. Okay, right now in our community, we have our natural resources are phenomenal. Money can't buy what we have in Sheridan County. You know now, and and I think that makes us doesn't necessarily make us unique. There's other communities that are you know have these natural resources too, but but we're one of the few. And we don't capitalize on that as a community. We could use, we could capitalize on outdoor activities, uh, and and from an economic stand, economic development standpoint. I mean, it would be worth, I believe, hundreds of millions of dollars of revenue into our community. And you know, if we did that, and we could, if we did it appropriately, we could do it without, you know being run over, if mm -hmm. you will, and and not losing the value of what we appreciate that we have our ownership right right here. You know, currently our our uh, you know, our parks that we built here in town, uh, you know, they've deferred the maintenance on those for years. 
They need to be upgraded. They need to be modernized. Uh, you know, and it's going to take money to do that. The provision fund, what it could do, the way it's set up is 50% of the fund goes to parks and recreation. So if we had $3 million, we'd be putting a million and a half dollars a year into operations and maintenance. And that's what this fund is about, is, is operations and maintenance for the parks and recreation. It's not about going and building another facility. Mm -hmm. Now, if we do a good job you know, sustaining these, these facilities, then people will realize like, okay, we could build more and we could, we could build new, and we need to do it. I mean, some people may disagree with me, but I'm, I'm a proponent of like, okay, we gotta have a bigger vision. Uh, we've got things that are valuable to us. Uh, again, I would love to see a, 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 a large indoor facility that's large enough to, you know, to, to, base, to basically have indoor track meets in, if you will, uh, something like that. We, I mean, this is Wyoming, six months out of the year, you know, you've got to be indoors. <laughs> uh, I mean, seriously, every community in Wyoming should have a large indoor facility. Imagine that, let's say, and let's say the average $10 million a piece and you had a hundred communities. Okay, that's a billion dollars. Okay, we're going to go build those. I mean, is that not economic development? Right. And does it not improve our physical and mental health? Of course it does. So do you get a return on it? Absolutely. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer is what it is. You know, but how do, we, how do we get off center? How do we go BYO is where it's at? Okay, that's what the provision fund is about. It's like, you know what? If we, we've got we've to get up and go to work, you know, in that sense. But we've got to have fun doing it, too. You know, yep. and, that, and that's the spirit of Wyoming. Mm -hmm. let's, you know, let's have fun doing that, too. You know, so... Parks and recreation is is it a we're in a we're in a, a crunch point in our county right now with parks and recreation, you know I, I was on the hub or I was on the uh, the rec district board for nine years, we were always underfunded, always underfunded, never could could put out the the programs, you know and the, and and maintain the facilities to the degree that they need to be done. We need as a community, we need to invest more into that because, because it's a, a wise investment. Mm -hmm. There's no question about it. Our programs need to be enhanced. Our facilities need to be upgraded. Uh, and, and again, we can afford it. Take, take 15% or take 15% of that $1.8 billion of that, and then a portion of that discretionary income and start to invest into it. Uh, so, so right now, I don't know if I'm going too far into this, but the rec district has about a million dollar budget. Okay. Uh, the city spends anywhere from two and a half to three million dollars a year on parks, you know, and, and you know operations and maintenance. Okay, that's four million dollars a year. All right. So if we did that over the next ten years, we would spend forty million dollars, and we would be worse off in ten years than we are now because we're deferring maintenance and we don't have the funds you know, within the government, within the city, to maintain these facilities and upgrade them. Okay, what are we going to do? Well, do we just sit here and watch them, you know, dwindle away? Are we going to do something about it? Well, I believe we're going to do something about it, but it's going to require organizing and, you know, intentional, you know, working at it and saying, okay, what are we going to do? If the provision fund, we as a community step in and say, look, you know, in this way, we're willing to, we're willing to participate and contribute to that, well, that's gonna, what that's going to do is that's going to be a catalyst for this action to happen is what's going to happen. And the thing is, is $3 million you know, into our community on an annual basis gives us power. You know? and, and, it, and, it, and in this case, it becomes a private uh, effort 
you know, versus government effort, then I think that's really good, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it encourages people to do that. So if we don't do anything about our parks and recreation, uh, we're going downhill. I, I don't, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not saying the sky's falling. I'm just saying, really, there's an opportunity here that's just awesome. Yeah. You know? And and we need to invest into our community, and uh, the provision fund hopefully will be a catalyst for that to happen because it needs yeah. to happen. I like to say it this way: Let's have a hundred million dollar vision over the next ten years. Let's get everything, you know, take ten million dollars a year, which includes the four million. So what we need to do is we need to invest another sixty. If you use the hundred million number over the next ten years, and let's let's create something that's just over the top, but it but very effective and efficient, and uh, you know, and and basically it will spur economic development in our community too. So, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I was just thinking of Zach and I went to Antelope Butte. I mean, that's that's oh, a yeah. kind of an organization that mm-hmm. would uh, probably be oh, yeah. on the list. Um, you know, totally. the red grade trails, the trail yep. systems, uh, okay. the Sheridan, is it Sheridan Community Land Trust? Yeah, yep. Sheridan Community uh-huh. Land Trust. So, I mean, those are prime examples of, yep. you know, that's where the provision fund would come in. And, you know, if there was a project or whatever that they needed, there we go. See, right. the, see what, I think, what I think is so wise about the provision fund when it comes to parks and recreation, and really it's, it's about, about the hub also, is it's designated for operations and maintenance, you know, and operations and maintenance isn't very sexy, you know. I mean, that's just the point, you know. People they, they just forget that cost of it, and uh, and the thing is, is it's it's vital to the sustainability of it. And so the provision fund wisely says, you know, this money will be used for operations and maintenance. Mm. You you go BYO, we're going to operate and maintain it, so to speak. Right. Which which you, you got to have that component. Yeah, you know, I mean, you, you you were talking about it this morning. You guys like buying your equipment here. You know, it just keeps adding up, keeps adding up. You know, <laughs> right. but if you're going to stay in business and if you're going to succeed, you got to keep investing. You got to keep yep. you know yep. getting in there. But you've also, I mean, you got to get revenue and you got to get profit. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, you know, profit is just as vital as uh, as as revenue. You know, if you don't have any margins, you're in trouble. You won't be around very long. And if so. there's if there's no clear goal too, that gets, oh, that exactly gets you in trouble right. too. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Zach, yeah. did you have something to add to? No, I I, uh, I just like the the mentality of where where you are going to do this. You know, yeah, instead of sure. sitting back and saying, oh, you know, somebody else will take care of that, or you know, maybe one day the the these programs will get taken care of. Uh, we can look and say, no, we can do it right now, and we can all come together and we can do that. Yep. Um, I'm thinking about you know giving money, you know, you said there was about 300 people right now. Yeah, right at 300 right now. Um, yep. And I'm thinking of these other people who are hearing about the provision fund and are deciding, okay, what do I want to give my $100? And maybe they're waiting to see, well, well, let's see what they what they do, you know, what maybe what they do, and then I'll give my money. I think that's the, the wrong mindset to have right now. I think, no, give now so we can get those things going. Yes. Let's not see where... Uh, you know where they end up in the next couple months. Let's let's get it going right now. Um, that, that's the mindset I think that I I've I've changed right now. Anyway, so yeah, that you're exactly right. I I, I believe that that's where people are. At. I'm this I'm I'm that way. I'm like yeah, I'll watch and see, you know, and I'll jump on board, and and that's okay. But if if people don't do exactly what you just said, they're like no, they they this thing is built on trust. You know, is what it really is. You know, can this really happen? And uh, uh, you know, we'll see. But you're right. We, people have to take this step, take this initiative, and jump on board. But that's the that's the case. Anything that's a value that you've ever succeeded on, you, you know, the the. <clears throat> 
uh, you know, every journey starts somewhere. Right. Okay. And somewhere is always self-discovery. You know, once you, once you, once you discover what you're capable of doing, that's where you started. So you've got to discover what you're capable of doing. And then once you discover it, you have a plan and you commit, you invest. It, I mean, the, the concept, I didn't dream this concept up. It's just, it's, it's the way we're made. It's the way it works, you know, is where that's at. And so hopefully the provision fund has stood up and says, okay, this is, this is what we are. This, we're capable of doing this. And that's what we're trying to do at this point in time. Uh, you know, uh, all you can do is get up and try. Yep. That's what you've got to do. So work hard, work hard. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Unless Zach, do you have any other questions at the moment? Uh, well, I wanted to ask where where's uh, like some next things. I know you guys, or where can people find you? I guess and come and interact with you. I know you do kind of coffees on Thursdays. Um, I think I have a Facebook invite to something coming up this week too. Uh, what's what's kind of just these community outreach kind of things? You know, because this is a countywide effort, we're actually going up to Tongue River later this week, and we're having a two hour. Uh, uh, meeting, you know, in the evening, I believe it's Thursday night there. I mean, we're, we're going wherever, wherever anybody will listen to us. Uh, I don't know if you've seen me, you know, I, I'm, I get up in the morning and I go hold the placard up at some intersection is, is what I've done. Now, I, I just want to state this. I do ask permission. You know, if we're in front of somebody's retail store or whatever, I ask permission to be there. You know, and I understand, you know, I don't have the right to just go out, even though if I think I'm right, I don't have the, I have to be considerate of the people that I'm in front of, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm trying to be alert to, you know, people's ability to drive safely. I'm trying not to be <laughs> in the way, but, but we are trying to get the word out. It's like, okay, what is this provision fund? Yeah. And so right now it's provisionfund.org. If you go there, you know, we're just trying to pump out more information. And of course, uh, you know, Tyler and Brennan and Kaylee are really pumping out the social media and doing that. Uh, you know, we now have an office on 366 East Brundage, you know, which it's it basically anytime you'd want to come in there, you can. We're always willing to talk this conversation, you know, because that's what it takes. It's this one-on-one. Uh, the problem is, is if I, you know, I, I believe this, you know, I can get 99% of the people, if they'll stop and listen to me for an hour, they'll go like, oh, okay, I kind of get what you're talking about. But if I took 30,000 hours, then all of a sudden I realize like, well, this isn't going to work, you know? <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, it's counterproductive in that, in that yeah. situation. But, uh, you know, understand this. And, and I think, you know, the concept is, is really, it's, it's real and it's true and, and we all live by it, but, but it's kind of counterintuitive. You know, what we think is we think, okay, if we go organize community, then we'll go do something. But that's not the way it works. You've got to go do something. You've got to go build something, and then the result is community. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's, 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 it's important that people understand that. We have to go build something right now as a community. And then we'll become a stronger community. And so those things that we'll build is we'll build early childhood education. We'll build elderly services. We'll build parks and recreation. And if we do that, we'll invest into ourselves and the result will be community. It'll be stronger. And then guess what? We'll go repeat it. We'll go do it again. That's, and, that, and that's how it works. But, but, you know, don't, we're not make at Provision Fund, we're not making that mistake. We understand that, Okay, the reality is, is we got to go, we got to pursue the right goals. And 
the rewards will come. And it, but if we just find ourselves focused on the reward, we miss it. And yep. then, then it's like, uh-oh, that didn't work because we, 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 didn't, we tried to bypass the fundamentals. Yeah. And now we can start talking the old coaching analogies <laughs> that you're very familiar with. You've, you know, what, what Coach Julian has just ingrained to, into our community, it's a process, you know, is where that's at. And, and what's cool is you look at it. I mean, you take, he's a great example. I mean, I remember because my son was involved over, it was like 12 years ago, he came into this community and he, you know, what he did is he contributed to the community and he, he, he basically has changed the culture. You know, his, that, that process has changed the culture and that can happen over and over and over again. I mean, things like that. And we inspire each other. There's no question about it, you know, so Absolutely. that's what the provision fund's all about. Yeah. yeah. A prime example that I just thought about was Coach Sullivan, uh, his yeah. first year leading the Lady Bronx. I mean, he, yep. over the summer, I don't think a lot of people understood what he did, but same th yeah. same thing he did. He he went and did it, and then yep. the girls did it, and then it's yep. like, look, you get a third-place finish at this. Anyway, so that's yeah. talking about culture. Um, yep. And I want to reiterate, Casey, you know, your team, you know, Kaylee, Brennan, and Tyler, like that's why this all came about is I saw provision funds, you know, and it's still mm -hmm. COVID, so, yep. you know, there were no in-person stuff going on, but then I saw Tyler got hired on. So I reached out to him um, and I was like, what is this? I was like, yeah. sit down with me. I was like, I don't understand this. And <laughs> we met about two, three times. And I'm like, I'm all in, man. I was like, let's whatever we need to do. And so that's how, so they, what I'm getting at is the whole team, they will meet you for coffee. They'll get you, we'll get lunch, whatever. They'll, they'll talk to you. And um, I mean, if, if you want to get Casey, I know Casey will come talk to you, but he's got a wonderful young team that they're, they're very active and they will, they will, uh, uh they'll get you moving. They'll, yeah. they'll empower you. So I uh, wanted to say that, uh, Zach, do you have anything else there? We're, we're getting close to time, I think. Getting so close? Yeah. yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so. Um, uh, this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, happy to sit down and thank you for coming in. It's been uh, super, super insightful and, and really cool. Okay. Yeah. I'd appreciate it. You know, I, I look at it this way too. It's, you know, dust to dust. I don't, I don't care how you believe we got here. Uh, but can we just be people with no adjectives? You know, can we not be black or white? Can we not be political? Can we not be bureaucratic? Can we not be religious? Can we not be tribal? Can we just be people? And that's what the provision fund, you know, let's be people, let's be what we can be. And I, I get it. We've, we've got our, our things, you know, that we do, and that's okay. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. That's not the point. But, but when it comes to the provision fund, it's like, okay, we're people, we're capable, let's go do that you know, is where that's at. Now I'm a guy, you know, it's dust to dust. You know, I'm like pig pen on, you know, and Charlie Brown anymore. I, I'm old enough now that I kick up dust when I, when I'm walking, you know, is where that's at. But what I'm, here's my challenge to you guys is we need your age to wake up, to get up and go to work. I'm telling you, you need to carry this banner. I mean, and make it happen. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, you, you, uh, you don't quit playing because you got old. You get old because you quit playing, okay, is where that's at. But, you know, you change your game as you get older. But you keep playing those games is where that's at. And so what I'm saying is, is don't, don't you guys sit around and wait on me. You guys, you guys get ahead of me. You know, mm -hmm. let's, let's roll. Let's make this happen. Uh, the provision fund will do what we can to support you know, but what we've got to do is we've got to get 30,000 people to, to understand what we're doing. And I appreciate you know, you know, go BYO willing to open your doors to us and let this happen. And uh, you're right. We got a great, you know, a great staff of young people that are, that are more than capable of pulling this off. So, yep. yeah. Well, thanks Casey. I think we're going to have you in 
a lot more than just this one time. And um, you let us know if there's a, keep us posted on that cornhole thing. I'll leave that as a teaser. We're definitely down. Um, And uh, any other events that you guys come up with, um, you know, we're, we can help share that and promote that. And um, that was one of our, uh, Zach and I were talking about, this is one of our, missions and why we wanted to do this show is is for things for for organizations like the provision fund um so anyway so we're more than happy to have you back on or anybody else you want to have back on for the provision fund so okay thank you and i'll I'll say this and this i'm this might get me in trouble but you know the provision fund was woke before woke was cool (laughs) okay i love it (laughs) that'll be the teaser there There (laughs) well thank you casey again that was uh, casey osborne the founder of the provision fund 